I'm Lisa Stone, and you're listening to Parenting Aces. Welcome to season 10 of the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Stone, and I am thrilled to bring you another new episode uh, teaching you about a brand new product that is just hitting the market called Neuro Tennis. And this is wearable tennis technology that is going to really change the way Tennis is played, tennis is taught, and I'm really excited to have Cam Lickle with us this week to talk about this new product and some other stuff that Cam's involved in. So let me just bring Cam onto the stream with us here. Cam, welcome. Thanks for doing the podcast. It's great to see you. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you as well. Thank you for the uh, nice introduction there. Well, sure. So I didn't talk about your background because when I have someone on the podcast, I like to give them an opportunity to talk a little bit about how they came up in the sport, what brought them to the sport and what their experiences experiences were as a player. And I know from reading your bio that you played college tennis and we're big supporters of college tennis here at Parenting Aces. So why don't you give our listeners a little bit of your background and your tennis story? Yeah, sure. Um, my, I think I have a very interesting and unique background to, to get to where I am in the tennis world. Played my whole life growing up, um, you know, played in New England, which was formerly Nelta, uh, which I think is called something different today. And I decided uh, to go to the United States Naval Academy um, to pursue the career of uh, military, but got to play tennis for the four years while I was there and uh, did five years active duty, didn't play a lick of tennis, but I decided to get out of the military to pursue professional tennis. Um, and I don't know, uh, ended up creating a whole bunch of companies and have one with Belander on wheels where I teamed up with a former world number one tennis player and kind of it's brought me into where I am today. It's, uh, it's a very unique path, I think. And Matt's has been on the podcast before, too, and um, we've talked about WOW and, and the work that you guys have done traveling around the country, bringing tennis to communities from coast to coast. It's such a cool idea. When, when did now, you do that? When did you do the podcast? I was uh, several years ago. I'd have to look back in the archives. But, cool. um, yeah, we we um, met each other in person for the first time, I think, at the U.S. Open, and, and he's been great. So, um, I, I think it's so cool what you're doing and you're such an innovator. And as we were talking offline, you know, this whole notion of COVID-19 and what it's done to the tennis industry and what it's kind of brought to the forefront in terms of innovation and, and having to pivot and having to figure out how to make a business viable is so interesting to kind of look at. So Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Your new product, Neuro Tennis, kind of really fits in with this whole idea of having to find a different way to play the game. Tell us about that. Well, it, it wasn't by design that this came up uh, 
at sure. this moment, right? It was a lot of, you know, six years of creating the product and it just happened to coincide with a crisis. Um, but needless to say, it's a, it's a very revolutionary device. Uh, there's none, of, at least not that I know of, there's nothing like it of its kind. Uh, you wear it on your wrist, it senses an action, and it provides you instructions, commands, and reminders while you play. Because the idea behind it is that anything that requires constant repetition requires constant reminders. Mm -hmm. So again, it's a, it's a pretty smart device. It communicates with another one. Like if you used to had one on, then I was wearing one. It would sense my action of hitting a ball, and it might tell you to split step. And then once you hit, it would tell me to uh, maybe take my racket back, depending upon what my, um, don't say weakness, but my um, picadillo might be on a tennis court, right? The things that I needed to fix. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's the first of its kind. Spent six years building it, went through about eight or 10 different prototypes, and we soft launched it, launched it in August. And uh, now we're here bringing it to the world. I love it. It's one of these products that doesn't just require the development piece of it doesn't just require tennis knowledge, but obviously requires engineering knowledge, computing knowledge, AI knowledge, all of that. So do you have a team that's worked together? How did you kind of figure out how to bring this product to life? Sure. Sure. Great question. So it's a, this is a full team effort. Uh, when you look at it, and I'll give you kind of a quick backstory on it. But as you know, I traveled around with Matt's V-Lander and uh, the V-Lander on wheels. And it was probably eight years ago that we have uh, our CEO now of Neuro Tennis and his brother are called the Cohen Brothers. And they brought us in. We were doing wow with them. And, and Mark, uh, Alan's brother, had said, God, I wish you guys could travel with us everywhere we go because the instruction is fantastic. Matt's is sitting behind him telling him, hey, you know, move your feet, Mark. Get back to the middle. Split step. <laughs> And his, uh, his other brother, Alan, uh, who's a genius, and this guy is one of the most impressive guys I've ever met in my life, says, you know, Mark, I think I could build that. And, you know, it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to, like, carry it through. Yeah. So we were sitting and spitfiring ideas at lunch, and we were having a good laugh about it. It was going to be called V-Landier, which was <laughs> a, a very, you know, cocky thing to say because oh, it's Matt's V-Lander, and he'll be in your ear. But we realized quickly that this was bigger than any one person. So um, Alan went to work. He developed a couple of prototypes. Uh, we started on the racket and then it went down and put it in the throat of the racket, which threw off the weight, obviously, and decided finally we put it on the wrist. And Matt's and I, we created um, all the instructions that come with it. And it, within those instructions are videos that we made to explain the instruction. Like, for example, one of the commands you'll get is be the house, which is one of mine which I always say, you know, where you play the percentages and you go all in, you know, when you have aces in the, in the hole, but you don't go all in when you have a do seven offsuit. Um, but so what does be the house mean, right? In the tennis world. So you, you don't know what it means. You click on the, the video and majority are Matt's making uh, the, most of the videos, but I make a few appearances. Uh, but so it was a full team effort. You put a couple of geniuses uh, at the top and then you have a couple of tennis players like Matt's and I at the bottom and, it works well. So who's talking to me when I'm wearing this really cool thing on my wrist and playing tennis? Great question. Um, so the default is a generic male voice. Um, what we are now adding in, which, um, you know, for, for your viewers, which will be great, Matt's V-Lander's voice is available for all the commands. 
And now Lauren Davis, who's America, uh, 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 America's yeah. sweetheart, and she's mm-hmm. cute as can be and just an absolute superstar. Uh, she's on there for the women. And I love just, it. Yeah, we just finished. Uh, and actually, right before talking to you, I was uploading her some of her commands. We call it Do It Like Davis. <laughs> and we've had five <laughs> drills that comprise the lesson. And we have one called Laurentating Forehands, where she dictates to you what she wants you to do. So she'll call it out, like, um, you know, cross court dropper or whatever. And then um, King Kong backhands, because she's, you know, five foot two and hits huge. Right. And a couple other really fun ones that are in there. So it's, uh, so if you wanted Lauren to tell you how to, how to, how to hit or some instructions, you can pick her voice. Then you can pick Matt's voice if you get tired of her. And then, um, you know, who knows? As right. this grows, we hope people respond and, and, and like it. But, um, who knows where this goes? You just you, you put your best foot forward and hope that the public receives it well. So the Parenting Aces audience is mostly comprised of tennis parents, parents of junior players, college players, college aspirational players. We also have a lot of coaches that tune in and, and follow our stuff. What is the application of neurotennis for juniors and for college tennis, if any? As far as how, how will it be useful for them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, because again, you know, I, I, I use the quote all the time, but anything that requires constant repetition requires constant reminders. And as you're developing uh, your, you know, as a junior into doing what is correct, if you don't have proper technique, right, then you, as you know, as a parent, mom, like you plateau. But mm-hmm. if you have proper technique, I mean, you, 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 you can reach these mountains of just growth and exponential growth. So you need to consistently do the right thing over and over and over and over again. Right. And so the beauty is you have a coach, which is what all parents pay coaches for is to say, make my kid better. Yeah. Well, And they can't be there all the time. So a coach can go in and customize in the device specific things that they want, you know, you or your, your, your son or daughter to, to specifically work on, especially when they're not there. So, you know, if little Johnny has a problem keeping his left arm up on the forehand and Sarah has a problem stepping in on the backhand uh, with her front foot, mm-hmm. you could literally go in and customize it with your coach's voice, have him record those commands. Wow. Also, which is another feature we're going to add is eventually he can create the videos that we're creating and, and he can add it in there for them. We don't have that yet. Okay. But, but now you can have you know little Johnny go take it and go work on something that the coach wants him to work on because we're not trying to replace a coach. Mm-hmm. We're trying to reinforce what the coach is teaching and give the coach additional opportunities to kind of give their players that extra advantage. And whether somebody you know gets a one percent advantage or a ten percent advantage from you know being reminded to move back to the middle, which is a habit that you need to establish. Right. That's great. And then. The other one is, is that this doesn't judge, right? If as a coach to a player, when little yeah. Johnny is having a bad, bad day too, and the coach is like, come on, move your feet, move your feet. Well, if you have the, the, the neuro tennis on, it's not the coach that he's fighting with. Now he's just not doing what he's supposed to do. And he has no one to blame except for himself. And the idea is, is if you buy into it and you want to be a better tennis player, neuro tennis is for you. If you don't want to be a better tennis player, don't buy it. Yeah. Because this is like we, we create things that hopefully make people better tennis players. I love that. 
can I ask you the technology and, and I am not a tech person at all, but I know we have several members in the Parenting Aces community who are in that world and who will understand this and would probably be kind of mad at me if I didn't ask the question. Mm -hmm. But so how does this work? I mean, you're wearing it on your wrist. It's sensing where you're moving and how you're hitting the ball and how you're you're producing your strokes. Um, and then it just knows what to tell you. Like, this is so fascinating to me. Well, great question. Great question. So let me clarify that because sometimes perception of what people expect it to do is not what it really does, right? So okay. neurotennis doesn't see you, right? It doesn't know what you're doing. Like if it tells you to bend your knees, it doesn't know whether you bent your knees or not. Okay. Right? So um, that's first and foremost. Again, it's, it's more, it senses the action of you striking a ball. And the command that's given is based off of the ball strike. So let's say you're doing cross-court forehand drills and you mm -hmm. set it up and you pick cross-court forehands. So it, they communicate through Bluetooth. Well, it, well, sorry, Bluetooth is through the phone. And then there's something above my pay grade that I don't even know that has it communicate <laughs> with the other device. I relate to that. <laughs> yeah. But so if you hit the forehand and if you can do in single mode or dual mode and It'll give you a uh, command off of your ball strike, which, again, we created to say back to the middle or watch, uh, watch your opponent. Things that are applicable to after you hit the ball. Mm -hmm. Your opponent then would get the, the instructions of, uh, you know, stay low while moving, um, you know, split before they hit. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's like 240 of the instructions that are in there. And I, well, now I have to on the ball pull them up out of my mind. But so the, the, the commands are applicable to what's going on. Okay. Now, you as a user have to also get over the fact of like, okay, well, maybe it might come to my backhand. Let's just disregard that. Mm -hmm. right? Because that's, it doesn't know that you're now hitting a backhand. It just, it, it, for things that you want to groove and to have being reinforced into your mind, this works. So it's basically having your coach in your ear while you're on the court. Correct. Correct. Because a coach really in the end, is going to be sitting there telling you, Lisa, come on, keep moving, keep moving. Yeah. Don't stop. And you could make this say the same stuff. Then the right. coach can focus on the bigger picture. Got it. Got it. I mean, the thing to me that's so appealing about this is as a parent, oftentimes, you know, we know the stories of the coaches that just really don't want the parents there during lessons or during group drills. And so a lot of the times the parents are, really not in the loop as to what's going on during their kids' instructional time. It seems to me that by allowing the coaches to then personalize the neurotennis device for the things that a particular player needs to hear over and over and over again, whether mom and dad are on the court during the lesson or at the court during the lesson becomes less relevant because the device is going to be with the player when the coach isn't there. Hmm. Does that I, make sense? I haven't thought about it, but I, I like where you're going with that. Yeah. I mean, so where I, I think where my head is with this is, you know, we hear about these conflicts all the time between the parents and the coaches. And, and there are a group of coaches out there who invite the parents to participate in instructional time and want them there and want them hearing what they're saying to the child so that when the coach isn't there, the parent 
can kind of step in and reinforce those things. But then there's this other group of coaches who really don't want the parents anywhere near the court and really want to have that time with the player without a parent's interference. And the parents get upset, rightfully so, when they're kept out of that loop. So neurotennis can kind of bridge that gap between the coach and the parent um, in the communication realm and make it so that the parent still feels part of things without necessarily stepping on the toes of the coach during instructional time. Well, I think too, it could make, I mean, because clearly as a coach, right, you, when you put together the, the um, lesson plans or what you want your students to work on, they, they, it involves thought. You know, sure. I mean, a lot of the coaches sometimes go out and wing it, but really like if there's things that you want to work on to put together things, I mean, that's, a, that's work, right? I mean, it's, there's effort there. So, you know, some parents are like, oh, well, is this coach really working hard or does this coach really know what's right or wrong with my son or daughter? Well, now he can say, yeah, look, I want him to work on these 10 things and we've put it in here. So when you're not with me, go put this on and go, here's my voice. And, you know, maybe it's 15 minutes that you go out there and you do it because you might not need to hear same things over and over again for two hours. But again, each person will find what they like the most. But I like, yeah, it's a great thought, right? It could um, it could change that that dynamic a lot. Well, and also I'm thinking about practice matches and I am a huge proponent of kids playing practice matches without a coach present, without mom and dad present, just get together with a buddy and go play. Like I'm sure you grew up doing, and I certainly grew up doing that doesn't happen so much anymore. And I think that one really helpful use for neuro tennis would be during those practice matches where instead of having to think about, paying a coach to be there to coach you through the practice set or whatever. You've got yeah. neuro tennis there with your coach's voice in your ear or on your wrist, um, mm-hmm. telling you the things that you need to hear so that you don't fall into bad habits or reinforce bad habits. Yeah, no, it's a great. I, and just to your point too, it's like, you know, it's so funny the the whole landscape of tennis of like what is right and what is wrong and what you're allowed to do. It's, it just needs a, the whole system needs to reset. I feel like, right. It's just getting so strange and awkward. And I, I, the, the, the system system needs to be reset to me. I don't know how you feel about it, but it's uh, it's a really tough thing. I think for parents to navigate the waters and, you know, these coaches are out there just kind of demanding, like sometimes like, no, you cannot come. Right. It's, it's tough. But again, if the parents, if they're crazy with the, with their children and are affecting their practice, that's tough too. Sure. But but the whole system, it's, uh, it's the landscape is landscapes become something uh, very, very, very tough. Well, you're providing me a great segue that I'm not, I, I want you to know, I, I'm not missing that, but I don't want to go there yet. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit more about neuro tennis first. And can sure. you let our listeners know how they can get information on it, how much it costs and where they can get it? Yeah. So we're a one-stop shop. Uh, you know, we do everything in house. It's neurotennis.com. And easy peasy. And yeah. I mean, we have a heck of a team where we got next day shipping coming out um, and it's free shipping in the U S which is a, a great thing um, that we've added. And yeah, it's it's there, and we have a little special for your premium members, but we're not going to tell them what it is. Yeah. We have something really special there for them, so um, check yeah. it out. 
I'll have to check the show notes for a link to that special offer. And um, you can do that on parentingaces.com or whichever podcast app you're listening to this on um, will be a link to that special offer from Cam and from NeuroTennis. Um, I, I'm really excited about this because technology in tennis is, has come a long way in the 10 years that I've been doing Parenting Aces. We've seen all sorts of developments from, as you mentioned, things that go on your strings to things that go on the end of your racket to things that go in the frame to Apple watches and things you can do with those. But having this kind of two-way communication available with neuro tennis, I think is very cool. But cooler than that is the fact that the coaches can input their own tips, instructions, uh, reminders into the device. And so a kid can take his or her coach with them everywhere they go. I just think that's so cool. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, we we're 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 excited. You know, we we we're, we spent a lot of time putting it together. And you know what what's fun is like the evolution of the process, right? Where you know you had the Babolat Pure Play come out and the Zeep and all these other things, right? And again, we're kind of the next level of uh, where we allow you to take tennis lessons and actually bring them on the court with you, mm-hmm. right? So and then you, you can apply that knowledge and then. You know, the tech world, somebody will come up with something bigger and better eventually, right? But you hope that you can kind of keep going and pivoting and stay with it. But the tech world's great like that because everybody's always just coming up with new stuff to how to make things better. Well, I'm just thrilled that tennis has become part of that tech world. It took a while for us to catch up, but now we're there and, and we're seeing some really cool stuff come out. Well, our industry, as you know, is a very hard industry to make a business in, right? For one reason or another, for some reason, it's it's like, it's a very tough industry for, you know, for, for everybody. And um, so the tech world, you know, like a lot of people put money into it. And then eventually it is a matter of dollar and cents because you can't just keep pursuing a business that doesn't make money unless you right. don't care. Right. right. So, um, yeah, like the, the, if, if you, you, the tech takes a while because people aren't seeing opportunities there to actually make a business out of it. But. Yeah, it is tough. So you, you're providing me, like I said, the segue into <laughs> another big project of yours. And well, unintentional segue, unintentional segue, yeah, but I appreciate but, it. But, I, but I'm, I'm going to grab on and go there. Um, so global tennis professionals, GTP, right. Mm-hmm. It is another pet project of yours, something you've been working on for a long time, again, with a team, this Mm -hmm. is a joint effort. Can you tell the Parenting Aces community a little bit about that? Yeah, well, it's the GTP is an entirely new blueprint. And I want to segue by preface it by saying everything about the way that you know that you've conducted business in the tennis world. Don't think about it. Because (laughs) this is this is so new. Um, and the idea is it's, it's uh, essentially uh, sweat equity loans, to put it very simply. And, okay. you know, if you want to get premium coaching today, uh, find the coach that you want to work with and promise to pay that coach in the future through a payment plan. So you don't have to come up with uh, the exorbitant amount of money in order to get little Johnny, again, the education that he needs, where hopefully they can get a college scholarship. But now get the opportunity to do it. Coaches just want to say yes anyways, right? But they also need a reason to say yes because a lot of times parents want things for free. Yeah. And so, again, it's a carrot and a stick. 
especially in Florida, it's like a merry-go-round of, of, uh, of tennis academies. Right. Where you can go to one academy for four days for free and go to another one and another one. And nobody seems to, to really care that that, that is happening. On the, as well, the parents, if they value those coaches and those coaches as well value those parents, we're going to create a much more symbiotic relationship and a better, uh, better environment and a better culture for all of us where everybody's time is valued, but not at exploitative rates mm-hmm. for either side. There is there is something where it's now it's it works for both uh, both both parties and the coach now has an invested interest into saying yes on a Saturday morning, you know, whereas now it, as a parent you don't have to beg them for favors, because eventually too if you if you if you get favors you owe them, yeah, and, and then they ask for that favor at the most inopportune time, <laughs> right? And and if you look at it from a bird's eye view too is. Um, there's no accountability. So these coaches work with parents and they say, yeah, I'll do it for free for a period of whatever with promises. And then if that kid gets good, you know, good for them, greener pastures, somebody comes along with money. But now, now coach is sitting there twiddling his thumbs talking about how they once worked with Coco Golf. Right. And there's no third party that's sitting there like looking out for you being like, dude, I feel bad for you. I know what you put into this. You deserve to be compensated for the time that you gave. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody could argue it. So um, we've created a system in a roundabout way from your first question of letting a coach and a parent meet in the middle and having an independent third party hold both parties accountable. And so, I mean, I get what you're saying, but it was a little vague. So I want to kind of hone in a little more. So mm-hmm. let's say I'm I'm the parent of an up and coming junior player. Um, my kids you know, winning at the local level, several people have seen him play and said, you know, oh, this kid's got some talent and, you know, big things ahead and, and all that. And so I'm, I'm in, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm supporting this effort and we're going to do whatever we need to do to help this child reach his potential in the sport. You're saying that what has happened traditionally is I will, as the parent, choose a coach for my child. My child starts to get better. I see this other coach over here doing great things and maybe having 10 kids that are really excelling in the sport. And so I say bye-bye to that first coach, move on to the new coach. First coach is like, dude, like <laughs> I taught you everything you needed to know to get here, and now you're leaving me. And it's a terrible situation for that first coach, right? They're left in the lurches with, with, you know, all this upside potential for this player, but the player has moved on. Um, And so what you're trying to do through this new, it's, it's not even, it's, it's not a company. It's a, it's a structure, right? For the sport. It's an association. Yes. It's an association. And so just to touch on those little hypotheticals that you just created, which are great hypotheticals. Everybody's still able to go do whatever they want to do, right? It's a free market, right? We're not, even if you're enrolled in the association, there is no requirement to use our business structure that we've created for you. Okay. But so the coach that, you know, sees your son with some talent, he still can give free lessons. However, Mm -hmm. I would argue to him to say, look, like that's probably not the best way to go about business. Although I know that that's going to exist everywhere around the world. 
My point is, is that our, as a coach, that coach has put in more time than any doctor or attorney. And, and a doctor and attorney has no problem charging you $300 an hour while they're sitting on the pot thinking about your case. So why is it as a coach, if they say that they're the best, because every coach will tell you that they're the best, right? Tell me one coach that isn't the best, right? <laughs> but if you're the best, why do you go to basement level prices? Like we're, we're the only industry where it's like, Hey man, I have uh, I've coached 10 top hundred uh, players, but I'll do it for $50 an hour. And the next guy says, well, I've coached 20 top hundred players and I'll do it for free. Mm-hmm. To me, first, making it is not sitting in the box at the U.S. Open, but not being able to afford your car payment. Still, that's up to every person to decide the life they want to live. Yeah. So back to your hypothetical again. Sorry, I get off on tangents with that. No, it's good because it helps clarify what it is you're trying to achieve here. Yeah. So, so they can still do what they want to do. However, you as a parent, you want to get the best deal for your son because you don't want to. But you might shortchange yourself depending upon the relationship that you have with your coach, mm-hmm. right? Maybe he's $60 an hour and you can only afford three times a week. Whereas now the coach could say, you know what? I believe in the talent of this kid. I would like to coach him five times a week. Give me $10 up front and let me defer $60 an hour, right? So maybe there's a little extra money that's going to be over the course of five years paid. Now, if God forbid the relationship ends, you can leave on good terms and that coach knows that he's going to or she's going to be compensated for the time that they put in because it's okay to outgrow relationships mm-hmm. right and what the problem in our in the coaching world is coaches hold players like their possessions right like god forbid the player to go out and hit with another coach oh it's like you just cheated on me right well in, in a marriage if you're not allowed to talk talk to a member of the opposite sex at all your marriage will it's going to implode Mm-hmm. Right. So going out and, and having a little time with another coach is OK. But these coaches, because they do everything for free, feel like they own you. Mm-hmm. And then I would also argue that at a certain point, six months into it or a year into it, however much time they put in, they can't actually properly be a coach anymore for fear of upsetting you as the parent or the son, because they go, they go oh, he's being annoying. Like if, if you're telling little Johnny to, to stop being lazy and Johnny's like, I hate this, I'm done. And yeah. you as a parent go, I'm sorry, we're, we're just done. Well, they start to become yes men and yes women and not pushing Johnny to run up the hill and not pushing Johnny to go work that extra set. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they feel comfortable financially and being in fiscally uh, uh, that somebody there is going to be going to say, hey, Lisa, you know, like this is the deal you made. You promise to pay them. We do that for them. Got and it. Public records of it. Uh, now, who has worked with who? So now coaches don't have to self-promote. Mm-hmm. How many coaches do you know have worked with Serena Williams? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. 300? Yeah. But maybe five actually have. Yeah. Right? Or whatever the number is. But so right. now if a player wants to, or as a parent, you want to give a coach the accolades – you, you use a contract, a GTP contract, and then it gets on, on your profile and theirs when you worked with them. Now other people can come in and take a look and say, oh, and call you, Lisa, and find out what this coach was like. Instead of, I have a picture and, oh, yeah, I worked with this player for a day, and that's the resume that you right. parents have to navigate. Right. So where does the money come from? Do you as a coach and you as a parent – 
pay to belong to the association and then that's a pool of funds that's used to pay for the coaching? No, no great question. So again, this is, um, this is still negotiated between you and the coach, right? The amount that you want to pay to the coach. We are just a third party that processes the payments over time. So are you like an escrow company? No, no, because we We're not holding money. No, we don't hold money. Okay. It's we just have contracts and we enforce the contracts. It's a five-year payment plan. So okay. like if, if you wanted to have a coach today and you know you just wanted to extend the payments over five years, the way our contracts are structured is you don't begin payment one until one year from the conclusion of the calendar quarter from when services were provided. So for example, if you finished a contract in December of this year, you wouldn't have to make your first payment until January 1 of 2022. Oh. So, yeah, so we give people, like as parents, the opportunity to give your kids the education they need. The coaches who say yes to free lessons anyways, mm-hmm. because they want to believe in your talent, they're GTP certified, you're a GTP certified parent, and you both share same common values. We set the bar very low to be a good person, right? Like <laughs> the bar is very low. But we set some ethical standards. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, good. No, but but I'm I mean it from a standpoint that like to meet this bar, we haven't set expectations here yeah. to be no, a member of this association. We are literally just setting up good business practice. Mm-hmm. Because also, if you look in this, how many have you? How many people, coaches and parents, have you heard talking trash about each other? Of like, oh, oh this parent ripped me off, or or that coach was the worst, and. That's bad for our industry, yeah. right? And and it's the wild, wild west because as a coach, if you want to do well, you have to be the right coach at the right time at the right moment and happen to get some accolades. And then you got to build a business behind this news or attention that you've received. Right. You know, like having a badge at the U.S. Open and being a hitting partner doesn't necessarily make you money, right. which is a whole other topic of conversation I get into later where the USDA yeah. should be paying those people. If you're yeah. warming up David Goffin for a semifinal match – Going out there for eight hours a day is not an honor. That's right. work. So um, topic for another day. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I've, I've lost my train of thought here where I was going with that. We're, we're just bring me back to where I was. Oh, we were, you were saying that it's the wild, wild west out there and that we were talking about where the money comes from. And oh. go ahead. Right. So, so the coaches, if they're, they want to build a program. And I don't know every coach's financial situation or what their program is like. But what I do know is that every coach has a few hours in a given week that they would rather be working than not. Mm -hmm. Right. So and every parent would like to go out and have more lessons, but maybe they just don't want to pay that extra money. Mm -hmm. Now a coach can build up what is the equivalent of an annuity. And maybe he has a kid's program where he has three kids that are taking a you know, $30 lessons each, and he has extra space, he can't fill it. Well, instead of giving it away for free, and the parent wants to fill it, we'll pay it over five years. Mm. So now a coach can build their program if they're smart about it, right? Whether it's for juniors, we also have contracts for uh, professionals that's based on earnings for the, uh, based on their winnings, mm-hmm. or services provided only. This way, what happened with Jean Christophe and Naomi Osaka will never happen again. What happened with uh, Dominique Team and his coach will never happen. Zverev, which I don't know the full details of that, will never happen again. 
because there are exploitative coaches out there too that go and try to sign these players to 20% for life. Yeah. That, that's like, I, 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 I can't agree with that at all. That's yeah. exploitation. And now as a parent, look like what I would argue is that Jean Christophe who sued Naomi Osaka mm -hmm. and I've seen their contract, right? It's a matter of public record, which I could share with you privately if you want, but it doesn't matter. It's public record. It's this long. And mm -hmm. as essentially I will train you, but I get 20% for life. Mm -hmm. And he sued Naomi after she won the U S open and the Australian open back to back, right? Mm -hmm. Got thrown out of court because it, it was ridiculous. There was no definitions in it. But what I would argue, which I think everybody could agree to, is that if Jean Christophe gave her $100,000 worth of coaching, mm -hmm. he deserves $100,000 to be paid back. Sure. But not a million dollars. And where does that line come? So what we've created is a standard structure that a parent can equally understand with a coach that says, look, I give you an hour of time for $50. I will pay you that $50 over five years. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Good for me. Mm-hmm. We hold you. Yeah. So yeah. it's a big concept, but it is. And is it live yet? I mean, have you started? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so a... how do people get involved in that? So you it's globaltennisprofessionals.com or go to gtp.com. You can read all about what we have. And then you go to the association, you fill out an application. We our team reviews it. And, you know, the application process, because we need to know who's who in the zoo, mm -hmm. you know, kind of a KYC. And then uh, then you, you, you we have in we built this huge. It's unbelievable, actually. I mean, it's a myopic or a biased opinion because I'm part of I built it. Yeah. But we have internal messaging so coaches can reach out to players and players can reach out to coaches in there. We have a find a coach system within a hundred mile database. So if you're in there and you're traveling, you can type in and see who's GTP certified. Um, we have message boards, we have archived records. I mean, it's, it's pretty, uh, serious and hopefully it'll bring some uh, accountability to a sport that, that lacks just that. And is there a cost to be a member of the association? Great question. So, so it's eventually right. We're a service, we're a service yeah. uh, association. So I mean, it's you have to make money some kind of way too, right? Yeah. So eventually, I mean, we're going to be a hundred dollar a year membership. Okay. So, we can talk about this. I'll give a special discount for uh, the members of Parenting Aces. Um, and you got to link in uh, or, or find it in the um, wherever you In the show it. notes. In the in show the notes. notes. Yeah. We can do something with that. And, um, and yeah, and then, you know, there's small fees that are associated with it because we, we manage those contracts. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, again, once you take a look at GTP, you can, you can see all that. But, again, we're just trying to make it so that entities can meet where they ha weren't able to meet before and make sure that nobody make sure that everybody has a voice and that we stand up for both sides because both sides are trying to find holes in this. Mm -hmm. And really it's in the middle because yeah. tennis players and coaches are very, both very selfish. The coach is trying to say it's all me and the tennis player is trying to say it's all me, yeah. but it's not, it has to be in the middle. Right. Right. So, Cameron, one of the things that I find so interesting about the work you're doing is that you are looking at the tennis industry, the tennis world as a whole, and you're identifying these problem areas. And you're not 
the guy who says this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong and tennis sucks and you know, I'm done. No, you're the guy who says this is wrong and I'm going to pull together a group of people and we're going to figure out a way to fix it. And then you fix it. I love that. Well, thank you. That, well, that, thank you. That's, that was the point of why I created what I created because without making it about my, my, my problem, I had a problem that was a very big problem Mm. and there was no solution for me. I called everybody I knew, right? The ITF to the ATP, they don't get involved in civil matters to all the organizations and they don't care, right? Mm. Like nobody cares. Like when you have a terrible situation, the only person that cares is you, right? (laughs) Like like everybody can be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And I, I, I feel for you, but nobody cares. You're in your own little world that you've unfortunately, whether for, for good or for bad have created for yourself. Right. Right. So I go, you know what? I'm not going to cry about this anymore. Like I, I, there's nobody out there, but if I could create the solution for my problem where the next person goes, you know what? I had this problem. Please solve this for me. Yeah. And that's what I did. I spent two and now two and a half years building it and we're still making it better as we go. Right. It's not perfect. But it's as users are using it, they're telling me how to make it more perfect for user friendliness. And um, it's very exciting. Right. It's uh, but it takes it takes a lot because people are so used to doing business this one way. And there's a better way to do business for everybody. And there doesn't have to be one blueprint. Right. And you don't have to wait for the USTA to come and say, you're the best. Here's some money. Yeah. Right. no, like there that doesn't happen. <laughs> no, and, and and it's great if you have the USTA's attention, but as soon as you don't, you feel like the the unloved stepchild, and that's a bad thing. But so now, if you if you use GTP, you as a parent can write your own script. Mm-hmm. You don't owe anybody a favor, which is why I think GTP will work as well. Is because I don't know, you know, I'm not in bed with anybody, mm-hmm. right? And, and I've kind of created these things that are outside of the spectrum of how most people go, right? You go up, a, you get the endorsement of this and you get the endorsement of that. And then you owe them favors. This is just a solution where there's, there's no bureaucracy. It's, it's our system that we created and people that believe in ethics and morality and honor come on board because that's what we're doing. Right. And that's uh, uh, it's, we're, we're trying to make, make it so we can all wear t-shirt and shorts for as long as we possibly can and not have to worry about, you know, being smoked. Yeah, I love that. So between neuro tennis and global tennis professionals, you are a busy guy. And I so appreciate you taking time out to come speak with us on Parenting Aces. Thank you for that. And uh, thanks for offering up a discount to the Parenting Aces community. So I am I think it's awesome what you're doing. And I'm looking very, very forward to following your progress over the next several months. Thank you very much, Lisa. And to you, thank you for taking the time. Um, And it's a pleasure being here. Thank you so much. And to my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time on Parenting Aces. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast. For tennis parents, by a tennis parent. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us and write a review on iTunes. For more information on navigating the junior and college tennis journey, please visit us online at ParentingAces.com. Thanks for tuning in and sharing us with your tennis community.
Thank <laughs> you.